Well, the beat goes on. More scattered showers and storms. Now, today there is going to be a little upper-level disturbance that moves across the area this afternoon and combined with a very weak front that's off to our north and west, a stationary front that divides the high humidity from some drier air. That combination should make for a pretty active afternoon of storms. Uh, yesterday, coverage was maybe half of the area, mainly west of I-95 in particular. We get a couple of early cells that popped on the east of Beltway at 295, but the majority west of I-95, I'll tell you what, uh, Baldwin bike trails, about two and a half inches of rain uh, in the afternoon in less than an hour's time. There were some one to two inch amounts along Normandy Boulevard, uh, all the way down uh, to the west end of the Buckman Bridge. So there were some pockets of heavy downpours, but it was not particularly widespread, and the beaches were spared. And that looks to be the case again today, with a few showers and storms forming between I-95 and the beaches between noon and 2 p.m., and then pretty widespread heavy storms near and west of Interstate 95 thereafter. So keep an eye to the sky, and again, it looks like the beaches remain largely unscathed, so to speak, for today. Uh, but more inland is a different story. And do realize that lightning can travel up to 10 miles from its parent clouds. So if you can hear thunder or see lightning, you ought to be indoors, and that'll be true, obviously, all the way through the weekend. The pattern holds the same. Onshore east winds, not particularly strong, and that was a good point asked by Rich yesterday regarding the potential for rip currents, because if we have a strong onshore flow, east winds, that's typically our worst rip current days. But the winds aren't going to be all that strong. That flow's not all that strong. So that helps out. Having said that, still at least a, a low-end moderate rip current risk through the weekend. So use some extra care, always with a buddy when surfing or swimming and as close to a lifeguard as at all possible. And uh, inland, you're going to have to deal with those showers and thunderstorms both days in the afternoon. So if you have plans to try to get something done in the yard or whatever it might be, do it in the morning. It'll be cooler, if nothing else, but also drier overall. And really, the, this weather pattern holds right into the early part of the upcoming week. On Monday and Tuesday, we'll continue to see a few scattered storms each afternoon inland. There are hints by the middle of next week that we turn a little hotter and a little drier. So that may be a period where we start to see the storms more isolated, but the temperatures then get up to and above 90 degrees. But in the meantime, we stay pretty wet. Speaking of which, the drought monitor map was updated yesterday as it is every Thursday, and there's no yellow on the map, no yellow, no tan. In other words, no unusually dry locations now left across Jacksonville and northeastern Florida, thanks to, of course, uh, the rainfall of the last couple of weeks, but particularly the last five or six days. So that has wiped out the dry conditions and uh, really wiped out our wildfire risk, too. And now the concern, of course, is the potential for isolated flooding when these big storms develop, although it doesn't look like the heavy rain will be as widespread as it was last weekend, where we caused more widespread concerns and, and more widespread flooding. Uh, looking at the tropics, our area of low pressure continues to swirl over the central Atlantic. No development really expected there. A tropical wave is speeding toward the southeastern Caribbean. No development expected with that one. There's a whole lot of shear right now. However, uh, we may need to watch that wave or a new system that may try to develop over the northwestern Caribbean and or Gulf of Mexico in the long range over the next 10 to 14 days. Not a whole lot to hang your hat on yet, but that's an area that I'll be watching. Of course, there's always more in Talking the Tropics with Mike at WOKV.com and ActionNewsJax.com. And uh, it is official now, of course, at least parts of the Republican National Convention coming to Jacksonville at the end of August or toward the end of August. The dates are the 24th through the 27th originally set. Those will still be determined exactly which dates are going to be busiest here in Jacksonville. From a weather standpoint, obviously it's typically hot yet. The average highs in the upper 80s to near 90. We also frequently see showers and thunderstorms during that time of year. It's still in our wet season and it's also approaching the peak of our hurricane season, which is September 10th. So it's within 10 days to two weeks of the peak of the hurricane season. We'll see how things play out as we roll toward that um, period late in the month of August. So once again,
again in summary on this Friday. Well, first of all, it is Friday. We've got that going for us. Look out for some scattered big-time showers and thunderstorms this afternoon and early this evening, especially inland, about 10 miles plus from the beaches for the development and then shifting a little bit more inland with time. Heavy downpours, frequent lightning, and maybe some gusty winds. Over the weekend, it's very much the same pattern. Maybe a shower or two at the beaches briefly in the morning, but the majority of the rain and storms will be inland. You'll be at the beaches, and the sun will be out. You'll look to the west. You'll see these big thunderstorm clouds, uh, but they'll be quite a distance off and not really moving toward the beaches. So that uh, makes for quite a difference as far as what you might want to do this weekend, right? And the beach temperatures, while we're looking at highs in the mid-80s, not all that bad, although the humidity will be high, of course, but there'll be a wind off the Atlantic, and the water temperatures are generally running about 80 to 82 degrees. It's really a pretty good beach weekend. Uh, just be careful of that potential for rip currents, of course, always. And if you see lightning or hear thunder, if it's closer to the beaches, you do need to get inside and wait at least 30 minutes since the last clap of thunder before heading back outdoors. Have a great and safe weekend. Continue to take care of yourself and one another. With all your weather all the time, I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike Burrish from the CBS 47 and Fox 30 Action News Jack's First Alert Weather Center for 104.5 WOKV.